Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, and Captain Patrick, uh, also buried a boater, and uh, Captain Rusty, rounding out the crew. we got a full crew pretty much today as we navigate the latest boating news and information and then make up a bunch of stuff and tell you what I did on my vacation uh, last week as well. So we got a lot of stuff to cover. Of course, though, the first thing we got to lead off with is Hurricane Michael. And, you know, we're based in Orlando, Florida. Thank God it missed us. Uh, Rusty is in Jacksonville. Uh, Barry is down in South Florida, down Fort Lauderdale area. We dodged a bullet, but boy, did they get hammered uh, in, in the panhandle. What a mess. And uh, I feel for all those folks up there, uh, obviously. And I don't know, what what reports are you getting there, Patrick, from your perspective? Have you talked to any dealers up there in that neck of the woods? As no, far there's as no electricity. Done? There's no cell signals. It's, so you haven't it's talked like to anyone. It's like a post-apocalyptic world up there. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, there's, uh, it's a mess. It is a mess. No, yeah. uh, actually, um, one water marine uh, has got uh, seven or nine uh, dealerships under their umbrella up in that area. Yeah. Uh, some of which uh, are no longer there. I am responsible for uh, for the company that I work for. Yeah, and uh, was in contact with them uh, a couple days prior to Michael making landfall, and uh, the day after, and uh, the dealerships that uh, take care of our product um, came through relatively unscathed, although there was a couple of uh, marinas, I mean, just right next door that got leveled. Yeah. I mean, just leveled. It's really like, you know, you look at Mexico uh, Mexico Beach there. I mean, that place was flattened. It looks like it was hit by a tornado. And that's the difference, I think, from this No, no, this not, not a tornado. It I know. But like I, it got leveled by, like, it looks like it got just completely bulldozed well exactly that's what i'm saying it looks like a tornado came through there but instead of being a uh, a path of a tornado the entire place has just been flattened and uh i mean you know we've been through these things in florida we got to deal with these uh, hurricanes now and then and uh, i gotta tell you that one made me a little nervous uh when it was you know coming i was like oh my gosh this does this looks really ugly and and just seeing the aftermath of it now I mean, uh, I don't. We haven't seen anything like this since Andrew. I mean, the other ones have been bad, but this has been. I mean, have you seen that footage? I mean, it's crazy how much damage has been been uh, has, has happened from Hurricane Michael there in the Panhandle. They they have months of recovery no, ahead no. of them. No, no, no. They have years. years. Well, okay, yes, years. It, it'll be years, and not to get too far off the subject, but I'm just going to throw this out there. With the state of the worsening climate, whether you believe or don't believe, I am of the opinion, I'm just going to throw this out there, yeah. that when these areas get leveled like that, mm-hmm. you're done. You're done. You're not rebuilding. 
you're done. Because mm. everything's gone, you're done. We are not going to allow you to build back out on the coast. Because yeah, that's not th- going to happen. Uh, because yeah. this is going to happen again. Oh, it will, for sure, at some point. I mean, okay. even and though... Then, and then, then we're doing this all over again. Well, well that's yes, it. No. But that's, moving, that's moving, not, moving that's forward, okay. you're done. No, that ain't going to work. I mean, and uh, Barry can account for this down uh, ha, there because in South he's Florida. an accountant. No. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> no, uh, no, but no. down you, in you, South Florida, after Andrew, you know, they have changed the construction uh, thing. <laughs> What do you mean hey, laughing? They? Constru- yeah, there were, you, there if, were no construction standards. Wrong. If, if you no. look up in Panama City, you can see the buildings that were newer did withstand a lot no, of the damage. Andrew, pre-Andrew, they, this was documented by the newspapers down there, post-Andrew reports, where the home building inspectors were doing drive-by inspections, weren't actually going to that. Greg, the roof trusses were not even attached. I understand that, but no, I'm saying but, after but they hurricane. Have, they have changed, Andrew, they yes. have changed the building code. That's right. The newer homes survived up there. A lot of these are older homes yep. and older buildings that were, were built pre-code change, right. and they just came tumbling down. Yeah. I mean, the evidence is there in Panama City. Just, you can it, see the newer buildings. Some of the newer buildings did withstand uh, the wind damage, especially, and, and you know, actually came away somewhat unscathed. But the older stuff, oh, my gosh, it was just demolished. Because you, they you, hadn't had a hurricane there like in 150 years. You can something. rebuild, but you have to build a geodesic dome. Okay. And there is one up there. Yeah. Is there? There is a, it's called the Dome of the Home, something like that, up in that area that was designed specifically, the guy that built it designed it specifically for these storms, and it survived the last storm that hit it. Yep. The wind goes right over it, swirls around it. There's yeah. nothing to lift off. All right. So we're going to move into a, 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 a really fancy igloo. All right. Fair enough. Or All right, like well, they do in the Keys, a lot of these homes are, were not on stilts. So you had you had these waves and this flooding that came into it. That's what they're going to have to require if you want to live out there on the beach. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, I, you know, they're going to learn stuff from it for sure. And no, uh, they're going to allow them to just go in and rebuild. And well, they are. They they absolutely they are, should. and they have a right to if they want to do it. But this is one of the downsides of living on the coast for sure. You better they, have plenty they, of insurance and be prepared for the worst. Don't don't come crying. Well, no when you get when you get leveled. I don't think anyone's coming crying. I just well, they're, I they're feel sorry crying. for them. You think they're going? You I, think they? Well, they're, uh, there's, there's, they're raising money left and right to take care of the yeah the these gold fund Well, I, look, I mean, I, I don't think there's a, any problem. I don't have a problem with that. I feel for them. I mean, let, let's face it. This storm came up very quickly for for a hurricane in florida especially i mean it was two days out we didn't think it was going to be more than a category two and if it would have been a category two i don't think we would be even talking about it right now Mm, i'm not sure we would i was watching this thing this thing was taking the perfect line going over that deep water that's nice and warm well that's true but they weren't predicting it to turn into a four let alone borderline when five they said between two and three at that moment and then it just spun up exactly here's the rule of thumb hurricane season everything is a category five just period pre- yeah okay maybe that'd be a lesson to just, learn just from you that. prepare yeah. for a five right but it did catch a lot of people off guard but because should, of that 
because we've been you know the the problem is you do get uh, sucked into the hype sometimes too like oh my god the world is ending and everything and they're like oh and then it blows over and it's a tropical storm so after that happens a couple times i, I can't blame people for not taking it as seriously as they as they uh, probably should uh and, i can blame them well, okay. I mean, I'm just saying. I, I do understand We that. live in Florida, East Coast, West Coast. We are under constant threat during hurricane season. I think you just got to go with the mindset like, hey, you've got to be prepared to take care of yourself. And if you feel comfortable to do that and you think you have the you know necess- necessities to get through a storm – Okay, it's your decision to take your, you know, take your hands in your own life or, you know, take your life in your own hands. There you go. And don't expect anybody to come rescue you. Yeah, well, I don't, I'm not sure anybody no, is. I, I think oh. hurricane season, Every everything is treated when there is something that is swirling out there. Consider it to be a five and prepare accordingly. Rusty has been noticeably quiet on this whole uh, thing. Rusty, do you have a comment? Or are you because just he's wishing didn't... Jacksonville would get hit? No, he isn't. He's, yeah, he's I, counting no, his blessings. I, I actually, I mean, I get it. I thought the odd thing was, and I, I do agree with Greg from the aspect that they over, you get desensitized to the yeah. whole hurricane thing. Um, on Wednesday of this week, they actually closed the, uh, our school where I work at the college as well, closed it at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. We never even got any wind. They never predicted it to even get close to us. Yeah. But, you know, they went ahead and closed it. And after a while, you're going. So everything that happens, and the news media doesn't help. I mean, they do no. blow it out of proportion they for hype, ratings. All hype. And so it, it's kind of tough when, when you see that and you're trying to decide what to get excited about and what not to get excited about. But on Captain Patrick's side, I, I definitely agree. You just should take them all serious. That way you're never caught off guard. And it is, you know, it's going to happen at some point. Wait, wait, hold on. Time. What I'm hearing, uh, Rusty, is taking both sides. I am. Like I'm, the I'm ultimate politician. I, what the hell's wrong with you? You're supposed I, to you, agree you, with me. I, Always. And, I, I and, just feel like I, I feel like they do overplay the, the hurricanes really bad. But okay. here's, the, here's the thing that I just thought. Just stop that there. Was, That's what I was no, saying. No, no, no. There was one other thing that, that I thought has been odd. Even in Jacksonville, and as, as bad as this is, you know, it doesn't have the hype to it, and this is one of the worst hurricanes I've, I've seen yeah. in my lifetime. But people just don't seem to be that into it or talking about it or anything, even like they were some of the others in the past. It's like nobody really knows what to do or what to say. It's just they're going on as life as usual, and we're really close to it. You know, I, I feel like we should be a lot more involved and a lot more concerned, and I feel like in about two days, three days, you won't hear it on the news. Nobody will speak of it, mm. and you got a lot of people struggling over there. Well, that, that's one prediction. I, I think you're wrong, though, on that one, Rusty. I think we're going to hear more news about this as the uh, recovery efforts and uh, demolition stuff continue. But who knows? We'll find out. More coming up on The World of Boating. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Mr. Foxworthy, do you know why I pulled you over, sir? Well, it concerns that vehicle you're pulling behind you. No, sir, it's not against the law to tow a boat, but we do require you put it on a trailer. (laughs) Could you ask your friends to get out of the boat, please, sir? (laughs) No, sir, I don't give a damn if the fish are biting. Could you ask your friends to get out of the boat there? Boat drinks. Boys in the band ordered boat drinks. Visit your store down the home range. Everything seems to be wrong. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, and Rusty, and also buried a boater as well. So we got a full crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Uh, Hurricane Michael, uh, definitely uh, on the on our minds quite a bit today. You know, we talked a little bit about how we look at it just being down the road in Orlando. I was close enough. And, you know, you look at all the devastation. I think uh, Rusty articulated that pretty well. Um, I understand what you're saying, Rusty, as far as, you know, we're we're not hearing a lot of chatter about this maybe in our local uh, uh, cities uh, compared. But, but, But I don't know. If you see the news and you watch the aftermath and all the buildings and everything, oh, my gosh. I mean, it is devastating. So I think the real story of Hurricane Michael is going to trickle out over the next couple of weeks. I don't think this is going to go away because I think the damage <laughs> is just now <laughs> starting to be exposed. Yeah, okay. You, you think so? Yeah. You know, you, you, I mean, uh, Hello, Hurricane Maria, Puerto Rico. Nobody's talking about it. They're, they're still rebuilding. You, you don't hear anything coming. I'm didn't talking, hear, I'm talking about it. Didn't hear anything two months after the hurricane just destroyed Puerto okay, Rico. Okay, look, I'm talking about it as, as far as being Florida neighbors. I mean, the panhandle, we're in Orlando. Uh, Rusty's in Jacksonville. Yeah. 
Bury the boaters down in Fort Lauderdale. This it's a little closer to home. No, it's done. On to oh, the next. Yeah. On to the next I, news cycle. I don't think so. It I, is. I, I just. I, I think we're going to hear more about nope. this because, because all the because, trees and everything down nope. up there. They, it's a mess. Because here's the thing. We're on to the next thing, and we fully expect whether it's local, state, or federal government to come in and fix take, it. Take care of things. So we consider it to be basically a settled handle. Yeah, you're without power. Eh, you'll have power back up in, you know, it'll be a couple of weeks, maybe two, three months. The, the last big one, uh, I'm trying to remember which one it was. And I, I Barry was uh, Irma. You were referring to it earlier with that geodesic dome, because I know when that one hit up in that area, it took out a bridge on I-10. I mean, that was big, big news. I mean, it took out a bridge, mm-hmm. but not a little bridge, a huge bridge shut down I-10. Yeah. Three weeks later, eh. Well, did they fix the bridge? Of course they did. Okay. Yeah. Right. But, but I mean, it, it's not going to be a 24-hour news cycle about the storm anymore. It'll no. be a five-minute or, or three-minute blur Listen, on the nightly news every agreed. night. Jim, Jim Cantori yeah. almost getting impaled by a two-by-four got more coverage than the storm as a whole. As you would expect it to. Because <laughs> he's a moron. Jim Cantori yes. got banned from one town up there. He's a moron. That's all they do is uh, compete to see who can you know stand up in the most wind. Look, we get it. It's windy. Right. We don't need to see it. Yeah, I'm kind of sick of that. But regardless, you know, we, we'll see. And, and what does it mean to the boating uh, industry up there? I think uh, they're going to be reeling for a while, don't you think? I mean, all the boats were just demolished. Well, I mean, not, not the boating industry as much as boaters. Right. And I guess the the industry as it relates to marinas, uh, boat dealers, boat dealers, you know, uh, again, a lot of these places have yet to go in and truly assess, um, do they even have businesses anymore? Well, you know, Panama City West is going to be fine in a couple months. I agree. But Panama City East and then Inland? That's where it got whacked, like, unbelievably hard. But I think when we, we, you know, I've been to Carabelle a lot, and that used to be my little town to go to, and I've, I've talked to some people up there, saw some things. And I do know that as far as when we've had issues here, last year when we had the flood and those things, we actually probably made money off of the hurricane before it was all said and done uh, from the damaged boats. Insurance claims were incredible and even people who needed to rent a boat insurance companies would rent boats to go around and survey the damage so there's a lot of opportunities for boat dealerships to make money during this time if they're even operational and, right you know if they're not then that's really that's a whole nother thing yeah but you're right i mean it can spawn economic growth for the area for the next yeah bring years. on that global warming <laughs> more storms i tell you well, I'm just saying. There's money to be made. You know, and, and I will say, you know, they will have the problem, you know, because you got Panama City West, Destin, sure. big tourist area uh, that's going to take a major hit. Look at the Keys. Uh, well, exactly. They did, too. And, and, the Keys and still Unfortunately, ha- some places are operational or do fine, but the whole area is going to take a hit from a PR standpoint. They're going to think, oh, sure. I don't want to go there because it's flattened. And that may, well, not, they may or may not be Well, they already taking a hit from the red tide issue. Were they up there? I'm not sure if they yeah. were up in Panama yeah, City. Yeah. Were they? Up, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And, well, the, uh, and that the hurricane couldn't have done anything but help that mm-hmm. that particular issue. Maybe. No, because it 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 blew all that goo crap all out of over there. them. Yeah. So really, what you have is so you're you're saying un- thank un- you to global warming is what you're saying for cleaning what, up. Didn't the you hear mess. my last comment? <laughs> I did. I'm, uh, I'm just making sure I understood you. So what you've got, unlike the Keys, which is a 
uh, I'm going to call it more of a a national international tourist destination. Yeah, the area up there more the Redneck Riviera, um, Alabama, mm-hmm. you know Georgia. Uh, yeah, so your not point is what? not as well. Don't tell them that. I mean, I'm saying for them, for those businesses that, you know, uh, survive on tourism to the area, they're going to hurt. They're well, their season is coming up now, isn't right. it? In the wintertime when they all come down? Exactly. It's when they start uh, coming down after the mm. after the holidays. Yes. Well, if you're talking about the snowbirds, but they're heading further south. That area really, they I think. They will now. That area, I think, really during the summer months when people are taking vacations with their kids and stuff and mm-hmm. don't want to trek them to Orlando, or they certainly don't want to go down to the, uh, the 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 phallic end of Florida, down in the Keys. Uh, what the heck are you talking about? Uh, Barry gets it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Unfortunately. Drip, drip, drip. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, you, they, they, head, they head for the nearest coastline, which is that particular area. Right. Agreed. I've spent uh, some family time there. That's a great area. Destin, that's where we, I've been a couple times and and further west. So I think those areas will probably be fine in a couple months. But, you know, east of that, oof. Yeah, you know, the video but I ask, look good. Let me ask Patrick an insurance question. Okay. All right. Um, when you own a boat, are you required to put it in dry storage during a storm? Or is that a, a suggestion? It's you're not required. You're you, just like with your home. You are supposed to take every possible precaution in protecting it, um, leading up to the storm itself. Because they realize that, to Greg's point, as fast as the storm developed and moved, there wasn't. Enough time. I had pictures from one of our dealers up in that area, Legendary Marine, and they were showing me their dry stack building, and it was crammed full. They could not get another boat inside. As long as you do what you can. As long as you do yeah, what you can. Exactly. All right, we got more coming up on the world of boating. By the way, we're uh, on Facebook Live today, too. Feel free to check it out. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me, along with Captain Patrick and Rusty and Barry the Boater, rounding out the crew today. All right, so we are on Facebook Live today, by the way. And if you have checked on the uh, video there from the World of Boating Facebook page, uh, I see Chad's in the chat room. He chimed in. He said, the Dome of Pensacola survived Hurricane Ivan. Thank you for that, Chad. But you also see we got a new camera. So you see me in one corner, and you see the arm of Captain Patrick, who refuses to be videotaped uh, for <laughs> law enforcement reasons. Is that what it is, Patrick? Or No, I just don't like you. Okay, fair enough. And uh, But standing in, we do have a, uh, a bobblehead of Uncle Cy from... Believe me, uh, if, if your goal with doing a live video feed is to increase our footprint, putting me on camera is not the way to go. Huh. Okay. Just well, going to say. I, you know, he said it, not me. You know, but uh, if you'd like to see, you know, uh, Captain Patrick's right arm, or better yet, uh, him giving you the uh, 
saying you're number one. No, I actually I, I moved a little further to the left so I could take my arm out of the shot. But you can still put your hand signals in there and let everyone. You know, no, I do that with that. my I do that with my left hand again, out of camera range and right up over the top of all the monitors, okay. so you can well, see it. All this visual excitement <laughs> awaits you on Facebook Live. Just look for Greg's reaction from the uh, World of Boating uh, Facebook page. And I think what we'll do is maybe maybe every broadcast we'll do a different um, figurine in place of me there at the mic. That's the only one I have from Duck Dynasty, though. That's Uncle Cy or. Maybe Uncle Patrick today. Yeah, I don't think so. Your stand-in. Anyway, uh, we haven't spoke about me enough, and so it is that time. (laughs) How about we talk about uh, the guitarist from In Excess? No, we'll we'll talk about him in a minute. How about Uh, we talk about a pontoon uh, wake surf boat? We'll get to that. How about we talk about Brunswick moving into the boat club business? Yes, yes, we're going to talk about that, too. How about we talk about the car that gave birth to a boat? Okay, we'll get to all those, but yeah, we got to talk about me. I, I was just up uh, north. I did a uh, a fall weather boat trip. You know, I, I went up and got on a boat to watch the leaves change color. When I boarded in New York, got on a floating retirement home. I'll tell you all about it next, right here on the World of Boating. Excitement, as much as it sounds, yeah, you, you that and then some. You'll hear more about it next. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Now, what type of boat do you see yourself in? Well, I'm not sure, but I, what I do know that I need to be out in the open sea. Well, you got to ask yourself some questions. Do you like speed? Do you like to hear the roar of an engine? Do you want to get from point A to point B as quickly as possible? If that turns you on, then you want a powerboat. Okay, that's it. That's it. Power. That's me. That's one way to go. But maybe you want to slow down. You know, listen to the wind and the water. Have sunrise and sunset as your only clock. Know that you could go around the world on less than a tank of gas. Now, if that sounds good to you, then maybe you're sailors. This is not a hobby. This... It's a lifestyle. I was riding on the Mayflower and I thought I'd spot some land. I yelled for Captain E. Red, I have you understand. Who came running to the deck? Said, boys, forget the wheel. We're going over yonder, cut the engines, change the sails. Haul on the bowline, we sang that melody like all tough sailors do when they're far away at sea. This is the World of Boating. Gregor first mate, Captain Patrick Rusty, and Barrett Voter rounding out the crew today. All right, so uh, while the hurricane was hitting the panhandle of Florida last week, I was actually up north. I flew up to New York City. I boarded a cruise ship and uh, got on a fall leaves-changing cruise. Uh, it was basically a floating retirement home, as I found out. And But I did get a lot of pictures of me pointing at leaves up there, you know, like in Boston and Halifax, Bahaba. Were there no painted walls you could watch dry somewhere? Uh, you know, I was, I, that was one of the excursions that they had available mm. from the cruise ship, but we didn't take them up on that. I just that got a picture more exciting. of me pointing at, hey, this this leaf is yellow. Look at this. Ooh. Here's, so an, you're or- gonna be reti- here's an orange one. Ooh. You're going to be retiring from your 80-hour job at World of Boating soon? 
Yes. Well, 80-hour job. I I, I will tell you, you know, it was uh, quite an uh, experience. You know, it it was beautiful, but after about five minutes of looking at all the pretty colors and stuff, I was like, okay, I'm done. And then what would happen on the cruise ship, you'd get stuck behind a group of uh, 80-plus-year-olds, and God help you if you wanted to get to the buffet within, you know, uh, an hour because you're out of luck. I could just see Greg knocking them all over as he plows through the line. I would, but they had walkers and canes and wheelchairs. They, <laughs> would, they would have totally stabbed me with them. So I had no, no you, you didn't You didn't lift up your shirt and say, look, I have this scar down the center of my chest. I, I get priority. You know what? I should have played that card, but I didn't. But, but not to forget about you guys. Not to forget about the World of Boating crew. Mm-hmm. I did bring something back. You know, that, neck of the, that, that part of the world is famous for what? Other than apparently, leaves apparently color. leaves that dogs have peed on that you think are yellow because well, of nature. There, there's that, but you know they got the lobster. You know, and I was up Absolutely. in Bar Harbor. Ha- ha- so you said you were in uh, New York. Well, I, we I boarded the boat in Bar, uh, New York, and then we cruised up through you know the coast, stopped off in Boston, Halifax, Canada. You know, the Bay of Fundy. Oh, the, oh, you, Bar you got to watch so you, the. Uh, Bar Harbor, the home of uh, you know Bill O'Reilly and uh, wh- what's the lady the the who spent some time in jail? Who's the you know what's her name? You know who I'm talking about. Come on, oh, Marsha Stewart. Yeah, it's her hometown. Bar, Bar Harbor. Her and Bill O'Reilly live there. But uh, but I brought you some lobster uh, poop, oh, which is uh, nice. little red round candy things that you eat called Lobster Poop from Bar Harbor. Yeah, I don't, I don't eat candy. I'm showing that on the uh, Facebook Live so you can see it. So uh, I, I would give you one right now, Patrick, but I'm going to save it for our other show and Good. let those guys Cause eat because I, I don't eat candy because I am not 12 years old. Well, it's but it's it's not candy. It's You te- just said it was candy. It, well, it, it's I guess it could be, but it's really lobster poop, which is little red cherry-flavored uh, drops of goodness how'd you know lobster poop was cherry flavored that's what it says on the bag oh you believe anything you read on the bag well hey i mean they you know do you believe he works 80 hours a week on world of boating hello well that's what he says yeah okay Hey, did you know that there is a marine flea market show going on this weekend at the indian river fairgrounds in vero beach i did not why aren't you there i did oh because i'm here Okay, because you're doing the show. All right, well, that's good to know. And Rusty knew about this, too? Were you... Uh... I, I did. I, I get the email. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. And, I'm unsubscribed. Unsubscribed, right. though. So. Yeah. Although the, big, the bigger one is the one they have down at Dania. Well, I'm glad we rate higher than them needing to pick up a bargain at the flea market today. <laughs> so, uh, Barry and Rusty both joining us. Rusty did tell me before the show, though, Patrick, that he's... You know, business is so good, he's ready to spin off a portion of his uh, empire. Is that right, Rusty? We're considering it. You yeah. know, one of the things we talked about. Um, this is confidential, so we can't share it. But yeah. we're, we're nobody's we're, listening. Come on, I, that's what I figured. <laughs> we're, we're, we're actually are considering the the possibility of selling off the boat rental side of the company. Hmm. A um, couple of reasons. One, it would pay for the new house we're building, and that would be paid for. So that's kind of cool. Wait, wait. Personal house, or you mean building for oh, the per- personal house? Yeah. Oh, that, okay. that would. So that would that would pay that off. Yeah. Uh, and kind of the other thing is, well, you know, we, we're looking for another location at some point. We're going to have to move, and the boat rentals only work on the water. So that's going to cause a problem at some point. And, and, you know, I guess the other note, boat rentals take up a lot of time. It's been a great business. It is a great business. But 
we'd like to focus a little more on the sales and service side of things instead of having to, you know, the phone ringing always with boat rentals back and forth gets a little You're, overwhelming. Uh-oh. So it's, it's a consideration. You, you are, can't you, see this on Facebook Live because Patrick refuses to be on camera, but he is shaking his head in disgust. Well, no, not in <laughs> disgust, but in, more in bewilderment because Rusty is missing yet again another golden opportunity. Uh-oh, what? Mm. It, well... When he talks about boat rentals mm-hmm. and that you need to be on the water to boat, do boat rental business, that you actually sense, you, you, it? you don't need to be on the water. An overlooked market within the boat rental business as a whole is going to a particular area or choosing your boat online, and then that boat rental business transports that boat to a given location has the boat launched, is there to do the walk around, the, uh, the, the basically show you how everything operates, get you underway, and then meet you back at the dock at a predetermined time to recover the boat, you get in your car, and you drive away. And what that does is it opens up a world of boating opportunities because you're not held to one specific geographic area you could say that your boat rental business within a 50 mile radius will meet you as a customer with a boat and you don't need to be on the water to do that okay mm-hmm. well, and, how costly would something like that be having not, a, not that costly employee. because people will pay for it people will pay to have a boat look if you look at what people are willing to pay for now to have stuff delivered to their homes so they don't have to actually leave their home and go deal with people out in a store or have to wait in line at the cashier or whatever it may be, sit in traffic. If they could go and drive to, let's say, um, it's a particular restaurant uh, within 20 miles of Rusty's dealership, and there the boat is tied up waiting for them, and they walk in there like king of, king of the walk and get in the boat and go do their thing and come back and... Rusty's representative is there to meet him, takes the boat back over to a boat ramp, loads the boat, brings it back, clean it up, get it ready for the next person. Well, maybe it's, some, it's something that boat rental businesses, because they think that they have to be tied to the water, are overlooking. Um, and I've even found that there are people that are boat owners and their boats are trailerable. And they don't even want to mess. They, they know what a hassle it is to go and even just get the boat trailered to a specific location. And they're willing to hire people to transport their boat for them, say, from Orlando down to the Keys and make it water ready to where they drive down or they fly down, whatever it is. And they show up and there their boat is at their slip, at their hotel, at their, the house that they're running. They use it. They're done. You come down. Pick it up. They don't have to mess with it. All right. So what are you trying to tell Rusty? Don't get out of the boat rental business. That he should just move inland? No. Don't get... Expand it. Expand... Yeah. Actually, it does sound like a great idea Hmm. for people that are willing to pay for it. The question is, are the clientele that he has up there willing to pay for that extra service? Absolutely. Because you think about where he is and the areas to boat directly to the north and to the south that because of where he's at out on Doctor's Lake, really aren't as accessible. But with a 20, 25-mile drive, now you've opened up a world of possibilities. Hmm. I, I could see it working in St. Augustine and Fernandina mostly, because if you have a 
if you could actually rent the boat, where it would become profitable for me if it was if it wasn't like going out for four hours or it'd have to be an all day thing. It's a minimal rental. Yeah, and if they wanted to do it, if you could get them to do it for like two or three days, either at their home dock, because people do ask for that, or at you know at a dock at a hotel or downtown St. Augustine, then it becomes then it becomes a lot more valuable. You don't want to run up and down the road every every few hours to get mm-hmm. a boat and put a boat in, but if you could somehow get that model to work, um, it it could. Uh oh, he may have talked him into keeping his business. He has a house to pay off, Patrick. You're mm-hmm. not helping. House, schmouse. You got thirty years. Oh, don't worry about it. Plus, the hurricane's going to wipe it out anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there's that. More coming up on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast well, i got to get to rock and get my hat off the rack This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me, along with Captain Patrick Rusty and Barry the Boater. 
Rounding out the crew. All right, so uh, Patrick won't be on the Facebook Live video, but uh, standing in is a monkey. So uh, if you want Hello, to Hello, Greg! I didn't think he could talk. I didn't think monkeys could talk, but evidently they can. I was just going to say you could look at him on uh, Facebook Live, but evidently he can talk, too. So even if you don't go there, you uh, I guess you can hear this <laughs> monkey who is standing in for Captain Patrick. I'm here with expert analysis. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, so far, that's better than anything we've gotten from Patrick over the years. Hey! Thank oh! you! <laughs> Jeez. All right, moving on. Uh, there are a couple little uh, stories that we got to get out there before we wrap things up today. Is it is that true, Patrick? Well, yeah, and uh, kind of tied into what we were just talking about with Rusty. Yeah. And another reason why he should not get out of the boat rental part of his business it would be a bad move yeah because brunswick just entered the boat rental business i saw that huh so you're thinking maybe they'd buy his uh, operation no their first initiative is going to be the onboard boating club and rentals yeah okay now brunswick of course is going to be a direct pipeline because of all the boat brands underneath their umbrella yeah that they can then funnel to this now this is good and bad for the industry and for boaters as a whole, because one, it opens up boating to uh, a bunch of people that may think that there's too much cost involved and they don't want to have that initial outlay. Right. And we've talked about boating clubs in the past and how it's a really great opportunity if you're thinking about getting into boating, kind of find that boat that suits your particular lifestyle for, say, going forward the next five years. You know, it, it gives you an opportunity, you know, for that first year to try out a bunch of different boats and see what you like, what you don't like. Yeah. The bad news with something like this is it will put a lot of pre-owned boats flooding the market. Uh, Pre-owned boats that will have been, not that they'll have been abused because mechanically they'll be sound, they're going to be maintained, but it's kind of like buying a rental rental car, car, but that rental rental car has been used um, in a rocky, muddy field for the last year. Hmm. Hey, Bubba, let's see how fast this car can go. It'll go very fast. Okay, says the monkey. All right, well, uh, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, it may I do know. That's why I'm talking about it. Okay, well, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, on the you might be able to get a good deal on it, though. Well, you can, but what you'll find is that there's no warranties. Um, the engine manufacturers, the boat manufacturers, uh, if they know that the boat is going to a boat rental company, um, they do, I believe it's maybe a 90-day warranty, if that. They don't warranty gel. They don't worry warranty, you know, uh, cracking, crazing, things of that nature. Uh, engine manufacturers, if they know that the boat's being used as a rental, uh, their warranty is greatly restricted as well. Well, maybe Brunswick is going to change that. We'll have to wait and see where that goes, I guess. So, but... Patrick says good and bad. We'll have to wait and see what uh, what it means overall. What else do we got there, Patrick? Well, um, you are a fan of the uh, 1980s music, are you not? Uh, isn't everyone? No. Oh, okay. Um, you familiar with the NXS? NXS, yes. NXS. Sure. The guitarist, Tim Ferriss. Will you get that, please? Hello? <laughs> Monkey has a phone call, evidently. All right, yeah, NXS, uh, I'm aware of Their guitarist, Tim New Ferris, sensation. no relation to uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Um, he is suing a boating company for $750,000 
after his ring finger was severed during a horrific accident with an anchor chain. Oops. Ouch. Leaving him unable to play or write music. I have two words for you, sir. Tony Iommi. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Black right? Sabbath, he's yeah. missing a finger or two. something, right? He like misses one, two. One and a, a tip off another one. You ever yeah. see him play? He's got those caps on the two fingers. Uh, okay. You know, dude, suck it up. Plus, anybody who's been around boats knows that you don't take any chances when you're dealing with anchor chains. True. Um, well, who's he suing? The boat owner? He, or he what? is suing the boat rental company. Um, oh, the, the, no. The boat, the, the manufacturer of the windlass, uh, he's suing everybody that he possibly can hmm. uh, because he was foolish enough to allow his hand to get fouled up in an anchor chain, probably doing something that you shouldn't do, which really, I mean, that's why you have the ability to operate your windlasses manually if you encounter an issue. Okay, so you, right. you don't you don't come into that. So no uh, new music from NXS coming out anytime. Well, if so. you do, it'll probably just be one chord. <laughs> oh boy, that's bad. <laughs> Which might be an improvement. All right, we got thirty seconds. One more. Uh, oh, um, yeah. If it'll uh, it won't pull up. I can't believe it. There is a car out there that um, hit the market, and the boat dro- drives into the chassis of the car itself it is you can find it on world of boating facebook page worldboating.com yeah it is the article is meet the car that gave birth to a boat it is uh, oh, wait wait it's a car boat kind of thing? it is the lakester the lakester yes so you predict uh, this was, no this was done back in the like in the 60s okay. this thing is awesome so you're your fan. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Well, you know, that that's a... Uh, I think it's stupid. Yeah, it's cursed if Patrick likes it. And the monkey likes it. So what does that tell you? Not much. All right. And on that note, we'll have to end it. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is life better, is better as, as a, a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.